purpose, fulfillment, love, happiness. We all want it, but for many of us, it has been elusive, almost an illusion. Life is full of twists and turns. It's so easy to make poor choices, get off course, and end up on a dead end street. The big question is this, why are some people able to navigate the chaos of life and achieve personal and professional success while others get lost and continually experience setbacks and defeats? This is the question for which this podcast will provide the answers. Using discernment as a life tool is key. Join me as I unpack the building blocks of optimal decision-making so that you can finally learn how to enjoy a life full of perpetual joy, peace, fulfillment, and ultimate purpose in life. You will be equipped with the tools necessary to wake up every day feeling empowered, energized, and enlightened, even when the storm clouds are on the horizon. I'm Rhonda Mako, and this is The Power of the Pivot, Leading with Discernment. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to The Power of the Pivot, Leading with Discernment. Today is episode 14, and we're talking about positioned to learn. This is a favorite topic of mine because I am always willing to learn no matter what situation I encounter. One of the most wonderful aspects of discernment is that it positions you to learn. You will continue to learn about yourself and learn about others if you are discerning. Learning or the willingness to learn is a place we always want to be no matter what is going on in our lives. Having a learning attitude and mindset sets the stage for you to receive information that you need in order to make informed decisions. We want to use information to grow, connect, correct, heal, teach, encourage, empower, unite, assist, progress, and a whole host of positive outcomes that will benefit you and others. I bring up this point because, believe it or not, oftentimes individuals shut down opportunities to learn if they encounter a situation that doesn't meet their expectations. I include myself in this scenario because I've done it plenty of times. So in other words, we get disappointed. We should know that disappointment is a part of life, but we must be careful how we allow disappointment to affect us during and after our encounters with others. Again, this is where the concept of conscious living comes into play. As we receive disappointing information, we don't want to shut down. We want to remain present in the moment so that we can use all available and relevant information to pivot if necessary, or take a lesson, or fix a mistake, and move on. The key is to remain open so that the information may flow and you can sift through it. However, if you shut down, you may miss out on an opportunity to receive information to make an assessment of the situation and person you're dealing with. Now, here's the thing. 
Notice that I use the word assessment and not judgment. You see, sometimes we may need to make an assessment first before we make a judgment. When I say assessment, sometimes we need to just look at the information and culminate what is happening and just think about it and say, okay, I have this, I have that, before we actually make a definitive judgment. And that's very important because remember, the act of making a judgment is not to condemn. That's not what we're trying to do. But we make judgments as a way to guide our decisions and choices. So sometimes we have to just gather ourselves and look at what's going on and assess the type of situation we are in before we make a judgment because the judgment will allow us to move forward in a particular way. So we should never be focused on condemning anyone. Also keep in mind that we can also be on the receiving end of someone's judgment or condemnation. So we don't want to judge others because we don't want others to judge us. And when I say judge, I mean condemn. We do have to make judgments, but they should be judgments to move forward or move in a particular manner so that way we can come out of this on our rightful path to do what we're supposed to do. There's a difference and we have to make sure we're clear about that difference. Not judging to condemn, judging to guide our decisions and choices to move forward positively. So, and guess what? As one who discerns, you will position yourself to stay away from those type of situations where you're judging to condemn and people are judging to condemn you. Discerning puts you in a different mindset and that's where we want to be. So here's my point in all this. You can learn something from anyone, even if you learn what you should not do. How about that? A lesson is still a lesson, even if it doesn't come in the form or package you expected it to come in. Don't be so insistent upon learning something your way. Your way is not the only way to learn something. Some of the best lessons I've learned and the biggest motivations I've found to move forward with ideas or projects came from people who taught me what not to do, even though they didn't know that's what they were doing. That's what learning is all about. You never know where your next lesson, inspiration, or motivation may come from. But if you tune yourself out or shut down because your expectations were not met, you may lose out in a big way. Knowing how to manage expectations is key here. That's what you need to do, manage those expectations. And we will talk about that in another podcast. Some of us have negative people in our lives and we learn to ignore them or brush what they say to the side. But there may be times when that person helps you put things into perspective, especially if that person is someone who isn't going anywhere and they will be in your life. So for example, sometimes we hear what our parents have to say over and over again. What do we do? Well, we may be tired of hearing that story over and over again, 
but we listen or maybe we half listen anyway, because we know that our parents add value in other ways. So we don't make a big deal out of it. We just listen anyway. We listen or excuse ourselves and move on. That's what we usually do, especially again, if it's someone we love. The same is true when dealing with a negative coworker. Negative Nancy may always have a problem for every solution, but she may also have insight when it comes to certain things about your job. So what do you do? You listen to what you need to listen to and move on. Maybe you need to stay away from some people. And I'm a big proponent of that. If there's someone who is always, you know, agitating you or putting you in a place where you don't need to be mentally, you do need to move on. But consider how and why you make such a decision. Discernment should be involved. You don't always have to burn a bridge to end a relationship. There may be a time when you need to, but most likely you will not need to do that. Walking away peacefully will suffice most of the time. Don't let an instigator get what they want. And a lot of times what they want is to draw you into their drama. Same way they do on social media. Like some people see negative comments that are made in a thread and they can't help but respond. Don't do that. That's exactly what they want you to do. Don't let people draw you into drama and negativity that you don't need. There's no need to place energy and time on something that will not yield good results. Focus on the bigger picture. Look at it from a different angle. I've walked away from people or situations plenty of times without yelling or being drawn into drama. Use your intellect to disengage, walk away, or learn a lesson. If it's a person you care for and you see they're going down a wrong path and you've done all you can, pray for them. I've been in that situation plenty of times too. I've cried myself to sleep over, over and over again many times. There's nothing worse than trying to help someone who doesn't want to be helped. You can only do what you can and help yourself in the process. You have to make choices just like they have to make choices. You can't save the world, but you can effectuate change no matter how small. If someone will not listen over and over again, prayer is an effective tool. There's always something you can do. Again, do what you can and move forward. Beating yourself up isn't the answer. Learn and move forward. Learn and move. That's my motto. Learn and move. Again, there are always opportunities to learn in every situation, good and bad. You must be able to see it. That's where the discernment comes into play. The more you are open to see the good in each situation, the likelihood you will position yourself to learn and grow. That's what we want to do. And so long as you're alive, that's where you want to be. So again, discernment, pivoting, these are all a part of the life tools you want to learn when you're dealing with yourself and understanding yourself and then dealing with other people. So notice now we're moving into the part where we are dealing with other people. So now that we have a wonderful foundation of who we are, 
we can learn to navigate those more complicated interactions with other people. You know, we just have to take it one step at a time. So that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Hope you got something from today's podcast. Learn and move. We want to be positioned to learn. So until next time, we'll talk more about this. We'll talk about expectations and so many different other things on the topic of discernment. But until then, we'll see you next time. Take care of you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. That concludes this week's episode of The Power of the Pivot, Leading with Discernment, where our goal is to equip and empower you with the divine tools you need to succeed personally and professionally. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review so we know how effective our message is and how much this message adds value to you personally. Remember, discernment is key. And if this is your first time tuning in, subscribe to the show so that you will be notified of future episodes. Until next time, love to you and yours.